You're listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you discover what's wrong with your business, and then we show you how to fix it. I'm your host, Donald Miller. On today's episode, we're going to talk to Clayt Mask. Clayt Mask is the co-founder of a company called Infusionsoft. It's now called Keep, actually. They changed their name a couple years ago. And Clayt Mask, I think, is one of the guys who is responsible, if you will, or who I have to thank for the life I get to live, which is pretty awesome. He's not a counselor or a therapist or anything like that. You know what he is? He's a software engineer. He created a piece of software that is a CRM, a customer relationship manager. Uh, You are going to be really excited about what a piece of software can do for you. Now, already you're listening to this podcast, you're saying, oh, gosh, you know, the mental fog of going into a new piece of software and figuring out how to use it. I'm just not, I'm going to skip this episode. I just don't want to think about that. Everything in your mind is saying, don't think about it. Listen, a CRM is the reason that my business is where it is. And it's one of the main reasons I enjoy working in my business. A CRM basically takes all of your data in-house, gets you optics on what your business is doing, where your sales are coming from, who's buying from you what those people need next, what leads that you have coming in, whether or not you have leads coming in. It gamifies the process of building trust relationships with clients, and that is the key to building your business. We're talking to Clayt Mask, CEO and co-founder of Keep. Clayt, thanks for coming on. Oh, so great to be with you. Happy to be here, Don. You know, I'm probably a little older than you, but um, I, I took over a company when I was 24, I think, a little company, and we used a piece of software called FileMaker Pro. Do you remember that? Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. One of the early, early CRM systems out there. Is that what you'd call it? I mean, I, to me, it was just like a complete mystery how the thing worked. And you know, there was a guy that we'd hire for like 12 bucks an hour and he'd come in and put a new field in for me and all that kind of stuff. But then I used to, what I used to do, you know, I was 20 something years old. I'd act, I was a Forrest Gump story. I accidentally took over this publishing company and we became the fastest growing company in our sector. And there was an absentee owner. His name was Greg. Wonderful guy. He was just busy as a writer and a creative, and he stumbled into the office one day and said, why in the world are we making so much money? <laughs> I said, I, and what I was doing, with I was using FileMaker Pro, I identified the top 20% of the bookstores who were actually placing orders from us, and I would mm-hmm. send them a piece of physical mail. I would literally take the, the thing down to this warehouse in downtown Portland, and they would print it out and stuff it into envelopes and send it out, and I'd do it once a week. And, you know, I, I, the little field name of customer name, and I was amazed because it would say, Dear Sally. You know, you, you and, were a database marketer <laughs> at 27. That's what it was. Well, that was my, that's the last time I've done it. Since then, I've had everybody else do it for me. But uh, the point is, um, we really started growing. And, you know, that Dear Sally, and in the middle of the paragraph, it would say, you know, uh, we know that Cornerstone Books is likely out of this product. And, Greg came in and said, I don't know how you're growing the company with this because the last letter you sent was literally about how you went camping. And I just said, Greg, well, I'm totally out of things to say. I literally have nothing else to say to these people. But the point is, since they got a piece of snail mail, direct mail, paper mail from me every week, they didn't forget about me. Right. And when, it, when, when the books emptied on that, on that end cap, they remembered Coffeehouse Books or Noble Publishing. We had a couple of names. I mean, I had 24 years old. That set the foundation for an entire lifetime of business. And now, of course, you know, back then you would never send a sales email. And now it's all on email. And not only that, email is coming to me 
in my most intimate device where my wife contacts me and my friends contact my phone. And we have the opportunity to be seen and remembered by more and more customers. You know, our business is, is, is heading toward 20 million really, really quick. And I credit it all to email marketing. Amazing. From your perspective, how important is it? And I know you sell the thing that does this, so you've got a biased point of view. How important is it that we're emailing our customers? You know, it's, it's so funny. We forget that the way businesses grow is relationships grow. And the way relationships grow is we have communication. That's how relationships grow. That's, that's, how, we, that's how we build, whether we're talking, whatever the relationship is. And it, it comes down to just following up, having that communication. That, that's, I love the story you told of using FileMaker Pro to do database marketing to send out snail mail. Because what you were doing is you were following up and you were building relationship and your camping stories you were telling weren't just because you were out of telling stuff. It's because you started to actually have this rapport with people and they, you had a relationship you were building and they actually were interested that you were telling them. About well, that's, that's actually story. what was surprising at the end of it is it's not that hard to, to write really interesting copy. Just tell the truth and be honest and open yourself up and build that relationship. And it really, it actually really worked. Clay, what we're really talking about here is stepping into a CRM, customer relationship management. And there, I know that there are literally thousands of business owners listening to us right now, and they think CRM is for a billion-dollar company, and it's for a bunch of sales reps and a marketing department and all that kind of stuff. It's not for a quarter-million-dollar or fifty-thousand-dollar business. Uh, first of all, what is a CRM and, and why should we all have one? So CRM is customer relationship management, and it's a system that helps you to manage those relationships to do what you just described with FileMaker Pro. I said, oh, FileMaker Pro is a CRM. Well, it's a very crude one back then, right? Yeah. But the whole idea was it helped you build those relationships, which helped you to build the business. Customer relationship management is nothing more than then keeping everything organized and helping you to send the right message to the right person at the right time. We've been using a CRM for a long time. You know, we, we just call it keep. I don't think of it as a CRM. It sounds very hard to use, very techy, very much like my kids are going to have to explain to me how to use this thing. It, is, is it that way anymore or is the user interface pretty easy? It's gotten so beautiful, you know, uh, in the early days, it, it was a lot tougher, you know, and, and, and I'll admit, uh, you know, even when we back when we were in FusionSoft, it's very powerful, but you needed to be a certain type of customer to use the to use Infusionsoft. You had to have a certain orientation toward that, that direct response marketing, follow up marketing. But with what we've created today with Keep. You know, we we earn ease of use awards all the time. We have a light version, a pro version, a max version. It's just amazing what you can do now. And it's easy. You don't have to go through a bunch of uh, the challenges and you don't have to have your kids come teach it to you. You don't have to. You could actually, you know, mere mortals can do this stuff. Okay. So the, the end game would be we've got tens of thousands of email addresses in our system. We're emailing people every week. There's links in those emails to go to a buy now button to buy certain products. We've got lead generators that are collecting email addresses. 
uh, you know, we're doing webinars to collect more email addresses, those kinds of things. That's the end game. And I'm afraid that people are listening and they're saying, well, I don't have time to do all of that. But I, I know that my company, we do all of that. My, my company got there by just one, starting to collect email addresses. You know, and then after that, we said, okay, let's start a podcast and email people every week about the podcast, which gave us an excuse just to reach out to people. And then we actually started running, you know, after reading Jeff Walker's books, we started running kind of launch sort of stuff and making some money that way. And then we'd hear about people doing these webinars. And I thought, we'll never do webinars. Video is so expensive. About six months later, we're doing webinars. You really do kind of slowly get into it. And, and the reason that you chase it is when you send out that first email, you, you started looking at the money coming in going, gosh, we could use some more of this, right? Walk me through the phases. If, if somebody wants to get started, let's say they want to grow their business by 20%, what's the first thing that they need to do if they're using Keep or if they're using a CRM? Yeah. The first thing is to get all their contacts in one place. A lot of times, uh, and, and you, you just described really well the evolution and kind of the end state. You guys have done, it's so fun to watch the growth that you've had and to be just a little small, tiny piece of that with Keep um, helping you to do that. But at the very beginning, you've got, we've got listeners that are like, well, you know, sure, Don and Business Made Simple, Story Brand, they, they do amazing stuff. With them. What can I do? What we say is get everything in one place because what you did back, way back with FileMaker Pro is you got stuff into a database so you could actually see it. And unfortunately, what happens today is people have some of their information on their phone, in their contacts on their phone. They've got some in a spreadsheet. They might even have QuickBooks or something that has some information or Gmail. And they've got it all spread out. And you, you can't begin to build relationship and follow up properly if you've got things spread out. So the very first thing is get it all in one place and get it organized. And that's the first benefit that a CRM will provide is it helps you kind of go, oh, I got it all in one place now. Yeah. And, you know, and, and let, me, let me explain how powerful this is. And even back when I was using FileMaker Pro, what that allowed me to do. What it allowed me to do was, you know, we're, if we released, we were a homeschool publishing company. And, uh, you know, we were, we we're going to release a book on science. And what I could easily do is find everybody who bought our last biology textbook and send them a special letter saying, hey, I notice you keep ordering this biology textbook. We've got another book on science that everybody who bought that textbook is going to buy this one. So you should actually buy about three cases based on what I just saw you order. We would send out that piece of snail mail. And the next week we were getting 50 and $60,000 in orders. And I'm only sending like 47 pieces of mail. I mean, I'm making these numbers up, but it was something like that. It allows you to actually target people. And, and really what we're talking about is you got an IRS bill and it's bigger than you thought it was going to be and payroll hits in seven days and you need $23,000 and you can go to a computer and at about the time it takes you to send an email, you can send out an email that's going to get you that $27,000. So that, that's why this stuff is actually so important. And if it's not in the same place and you can't figure out who placed that order and then turn around and only send those people a specific piece of email, you can't go out fishing for that at all. That's right. And, and you, you, I, I love, you know, when I said at the beginning, oh, you're a database marketer. The whole point of database marketing is to be able to go find the needles in the haystack. Sometimes with email marketing, what people do is they get, they, they're constantly sending something to the entire list. And there's certainly a place for that. You, there's times you want to send a broadcast to everybody. 
but it becomes much more powerful where you can send a very specific message to the small subset of your of your list that has purchased X and might be interested in Y or that is in a certain geographic region and you're going to be there or doing an event. You can think about all the different ways where you want to be able to slice and dice the information and send the right message to the right person at the right time. You, you can't do that if you don't have it in a system, in a database, in a, a CRM, a customer relationship management system. So that the first benefit is you get it all organized so that then you can go do the things like you're describing, Don, and literally you can mine for gold. You can go into your database and you can you can create that $23,000 of income that you have to have because the tax man and payroll are coming at the same time, right? Yeah, I think the main thing that CRMs have done for me is it's made business more fun. I've got I go fishing once a year in Montana with a group of guys. I'm not a fisherman. I basically just go to float down the river and have conversations, right? My fishing is literally sitting around with the CRM and just saying, I wonder I wonder what we can do here. You know, we've got this big demographic we haven't created a product for. Let me test and see if they would want this product and then they get back to me and we decide whether to create and the you know, we all know that when we first bought our iPhone, we had to spend about a day learning how to use it. I think there are people listening to our voices right now, Clay, who they, they don't understand that getting into a CRM and using it is about as hard as learning to use that iPhone for the first time. And the compound interest on you not starting is tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And also, once you get into it, it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's right. I, I love that. It's, it is like fishing. And here's, every year at our, at our conferences at Icon, I hear these stories. I hear it other times when we're talking to customers. They say, I, I now am seeing opportunities and possibilities I never saw before. And it, it happens for, for a couple of reasons. First, they get organized and they start to recognize, oh, I can, I can do the fishing like you described. The second thing is they start to see the magic of follow-up. That mo- what most people don't realize is that the follow-up needs are, are, are passing by every day and we don't have enough time. We don't have a system. We don't, we don't get to it. And then once they start to do some follow-up, it's like, oh my gosh, this, this was amazing. If it's a simple email broadcast, they, they catch wind of that and they realize we can do more of this. They begin doing follow-up and they, and they, catch, they kind of catch the vision of what's possible. But the real thing, and, and probably the thing I love the most about CRM when done right, is the way that it automates for you. Because now, not only are you following up, but you're sending the right message to the right person at the right time automatically based on things they've done, actions they've taken, time they've been with you. And now you're able to take care of those things automatically. And it does this magic thing for entrepreneurs that, that opens up their minds to possibility. It's kind of like, Donna, I describe it. When people get their first line of credit or their first loan, they have, for the first time, they have some capital in the business. And they realize, oh my gosh, we could do this or we could do that. And they start to see possibilities. That's what happens when time is put back on the plate of the entrepreneur. And that's what automation does. It gives them time back. And so they start to see these opportunities. That's when CRM gets really powerful. Not only does it get you organized and help you follow up, but it automates that follow up in ways that open up all sorts of opportunities. Okay. Well, we probably already covered it, but if we're going to do a step-by-step process here, you get all the data in one place. Is the second thing that you do is that you start following up on that data and start activating that data to customers? 
It is. If we're going to go step by step, we should have, we got too excited. (laughs) If you go step by step, it is to get everything organized and then to identify the places where follow-up is breaking down. And, and usually it's with new leads or with new, new customers. So what happens is we get a new lead, we follow up on it once or twice, and then life gets busy. Chaos hits in the business. The fire of the day happens, whatever the case and that lead becomes ancient history. And so the, the thing we have to do is we've got to set up a way for that lead to be followed up with systematically. And I know you've done this in, in great ways and you've, you've taught this really well, but the math is very true and, and proven that if you follow up properly, you will triple your sales. So if you, you think about this, you do a webinar and the customers who buy at the end of that webinar represent a nice win for the business, but it's only a third of what's possible if follow-up is done right. And so you you, you need to identify where follow-up is breaking down. We help you do that. I can give you an example on this webinar. Let, let's say that you do a webinar. Let's say you have a thousand people that register and 400, and, you know, let's say 500 show up and you do the webinar. And let's say that a hundred are interested and, you know, 50 buy. Well, You've got 500 that showed up, but you got 500 that registered and didn't show up. So there's a fir- first, there's an opportunity to follow up with the 500 that registered that didn't show up. By the way, there's also an opportunity to follow up with the people who might have gotten the message but didn't register because right. there's, a, there's a follow-up opportunity there. There's a follow-up opportunity for people who registered but didn't show up. There's a follow-up opportunity for people who registered and showed up but didn't take uh, the action and show interest. And then there's a follow-up opportunity for the people who registered, showed up, showed interest, but didn't buy. What happens is we make the harvest of the people who purchase from the webinar, and we forget all of those different places in the funnel where people dropped off. And if we, if we follow up with them effectively, and not just one time, but we have a systematic way of following up, our math has proven it out over and over that they, people will triple their sales versus just the number of sales they got from that one time. Well, you know, I say that's incredible, like I don't believe it, but we that's that's exactly what happens to us. I guess I'm just so used to tripling our sales, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But we do, we, we do everything that you just talked about, and it, and it works really, really terrifically. All right, that, that sounds like good enough, but is there is there a third? Is there anything else that we do after the second? There is. So the, the third part is when you automate. And this is where it just gets so freaking fun because, because now things are happening in the, in the background and you're not having to remember, oh shoot, we need to make sure we follow up with the people who didn't register. And we need to make sure we follow up with the people who did register, but didn't show up. And when you put all of those things on autopilot, now the messages are going out. And by the way, they're going out in a personalized way because your data, just, just the way you described in your scenario at the beginning of FileMaker, you, you know that with a good CRM system, you can use merge fields to put into the email the personalization. And it's not just the name. It can be specific about any field you decide to capture, whether it's about the, the, the science book like you just described, or maybe it's about the spouse's name or the product they purchased in the past or some interest they've shown, you can capture that information. Now you can create a very, you, you make a template that goes out and merges in the personalized information. Now you have very personalized follow-up that feels like, Don, you just wrote it and sent it to them. And the recipient on the other side is much more inclined to, you know, to open the email, to read, to take action. 
And so that that automated personalized follow-up becomes just a, a recipe for growth in the business. And the cool thing is you can have it happening in the background, whether you're talking to a customer, working with an employee, um, working on a new launch or at a beach or playing golf or whatever else it is that you're doing with your time. Well, Clay, let me ask you this. You know, What are a few of the things that you've seen clients do to automate their emails that have worked really well? You know, for instance, one of the things that we do is we A-B test emails. I mean, I'll send a thousand emails that say this and a thousand emails that say that. This one gets a 50% open rate. This one gets a 12% open rate. And then we'll send to the rest of our list the 50% open rate. You know, there's things that we do like that that are not very difficult, but dramatically affect sales. What are, uh, what are some other best practices that you see in terms of automating your email marketing? Yeah, that's, that's a great one. Um, you also want to be very personalized in the in the way that you communicate. You, you send out a very, you know, a broadcast that seems like it's going to any, every, anybody and everybody. It doesn't get nearly the reception, the response, the open rate. But sending out follow-up messages, you want people to engage. And so to make them engaging is to make them very relevant, very personable. And I, you know, we you were joking, we were laughing about your camping, but it's amazing how, you know, people do business with, people they know, like, and trust. And so building that personality in and having the engagement in it is something that's really effective. Um, you want to have a, you want to avoid the, the cardinal sin, which is I already, the cardinal sin that, that small business owners make is they say, well, I already sent them that. And as you know, the reality is that repetition wins the day. You, you need to have a, a, a sequence of communications, not just one time. The research is well established that most people take uh, make a purchase after seven times on average. Wow. Of, of hearing the same, because we always say it takes eight times for the human brain to metabolize information. And yeah. so you're confirming that. It takes about seven times for them to, to finally process what you're asking them to do. That's right. That's right. And when you send it once or twice, and a lot of us as business owners, we get tired of it the third time. It's on average seven times. So you're going to get some takers after one or two or three times. By the way, this also shows why the math is true, that if you follow up properly, you get to a three times yield because you have to get to that point where you've done the seven follow-ups. And that requires that you have some variation. It requires that you don't just send out the same thing over and over. That'll just annoy people. So you have to use variation. You have to use different medium. This is why I'm so excited about our text marketing capabilities we just came out because now you can send an email, and then send a very personalized thing that says, hey, Don, I just sent you something that's important in your email. Make sure you check it out to in increase those open rates. You, you, you use snail mail back in the day, and we still have clients that do that today, actually. They'll, send, they'll have a, a seven-step follow-up sequence, and one of those steps will be a, a mail piece or a postcard, and another step will be the, a phone call from a person in their office. Because when you put together that entire automated sequence, now you're following up effectively, not relying on just one medium. Yeah, that that sounds incredible. You know, back when I released my book, Million Miles in a Thousand Years, you know, we would sell about four thousand units, and I was really excited about that. You know, I'd see it go to number seven hundred fifty on Amazon, and I just get really excited and those sorts of things. Over time, I built my database. When I started my company, I only had 17,000 email addresses, which sounds like a lot to everybody listening. But you know, I had a book on the New York Times for 42 weeks. 
I should have had a million email addresses at seventeen thousand. <laughs> I know, and it just it kills me, you know. And then and we 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 the first CRM we used was Infusionsoft. I mean, I used FileMaker Pro back when it was snail mail, but we you know we used Infusionsoft. We started capturing email addresses with different lead generators and. You know, and we started getting really good at it. And my last book that we sold thirty four thousand units in the first week, Amazing. and you know, and and to be able to do that is only because of keep. And and, and I I say this I, I say this Clay because it's a genuine heartfelt thank you. You know, you and your team created a tool that gave me the life that I want to live. And <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting choked up talking about email marketing. <laughs> But you know, you 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 know, you guys sold me the bass boat and the fishing lure and the guide to get out there and have a great time fishing and connect with all these people who are like minded and have a similar heart trying to grow their business. I'm very very grateful. And so you know, you haven't paid us to do this interview. I, I just started. I sat there and kind of went, you know, what why why did my business really grow and and what can I tell my listeners to this podcast that they need to do? And the first thing they need to do is. Put your toes in the water with a CRM and just start collecting email addresses. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to do that with a newsletter and you're going to get four email addresses a week because nobody wants your newsletter. And then you're going to come up with, you know, you got a pet store and you're going to come up with a, a lead generator called How to Floss Your Cat's Teeth. And that lead generator is going to get you 47 email addresses a week instead of four. And then you're going to start selling them cat food. And then you're going to realize, wait a second, if they've got a kitten, they need this $250 package of stuff to buy when you just got a kitten. And you're going to send out an email like that. And you're going to start selling one $257 package a week. And then you're going to just start having fun. And then you're going to get excited. Now you're going to make a mistake. You're going to buy a bass boat that you're making payments on. And then you're going to have to do more email marketing because you wouldn't spend a bunch of money that you shouldn't have spent. Um, Clay, if, if we wanted to dip our toes in the water, what would we need to do? First of all, I just want to say thank you for that. It is so fun. And, you know, you, you and I, we are like-minded. We, we share the spirit to empower entrepreneurs. You know, we love helping entrepreneurs be successful. And when I, you know, when I hear success stories, it, I, I love it. But especially when I from someone that I just esteem so highly. And I, you know, I, I love what you, what you did with StoryBrand. I love what you're doing with Business Made Simple. And so I, I thank you for what you shared. We're honored to be a part of your success story. So thank you for having me on here and being able to just talk about it. It's been really fun to just talk about organizing and following up and automating and coming full circle. It's about the relationship, right? That's why, that's how businesses grow. They we build relationships. And I'm grateful that we get an opportunity to build our relationship, John. So, so thank you. For people who are interested, they can dip their toe in with a free trial. They can dip their toe in with learning resources on our website. You know, if they want, if they want to do this and they want to see their business grow, we put together a, a special offer and they can see Keep in action. Just go to keep.com slash BMS for business made simple. So that's K-E-A-P.com slash BMS. And we've got a, a special offer that's uh, exciting in, in the kicking off of our partnership together with you. I, I love what you all do. And we're excited to continue to help you all grow and help your, your clients to grow their business. That's what we're passionate about is empowering entrepreneurs to grow with uh, CRM. Well, there's really two things that we emphasize if you want to grow your business. Clarify your message. And then do something with it. <laughs> it's, yes. If it's clear and it's in your brain, it's not going to build much business. And so I can tell you all about email marketing all day, but unless you do it, unless you're convinced it's going to grow your business, you won't do it. 
I would just take Clay up on his offer and go to keep.com slash BMS. Clay, you know, I, I really actually did just get choked up because I think it, it suddenly occurred to me that I'm looking at the guy who, who is the reason that I get to live the way that I live, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful. I think it's time that if you're not using a CRM, you get one and you start organizing your data and you start communicating with people. And, and I, I promise you this, I'm 90% certain that if you start doing it, you'll like it, that you'll get hooked on it. So imagine, you know, instead of scrolling through Instagram, you're creating emails that you're going to send to clients that, that tell them about the problem you solve and make them want to buy your product. And then you just start seeing uh, the money flow in as you become so much more valuable to your customers. And, and imagine seeing that customer base grow and grow and grow. A CRM is going to help you do that. So today's plan of action, things that you can apply to your business, are all about the CRM. First is you want to get all your data into one place. That is step one, so that you can actually look at how many customers you have, what they are ordering, whether or not they're ordering some products and not ordering others. This is going to give you optics into what's really happening in your company. You may be really proud of a product, and you may think it's awesome because you had three customers write you a personal letter saying how incredible it is, and you doubled down on that investment, and you've got a warehouse full of them, and you're going to look at your data and realize you only have three people ordering that product, and they all happen to send you a letter. That's the sort of optics that you get when you get all your data into one place. Next, second, you want to follow up. You want to start emailing your customers, and, and Keep even allows you to start text messaging your customers now, which I know that sounds a little bit invasive right now, but in five years, it won't be. People are going to be used to it. I remember you would never email somebody a sales email. That was for the mailbox, not for an email. Now, it's, that's the way all marketing is done. It's done through email. So you're going to start following up with these customers. And, and let me just talk to you about this, because some of you are saying right now, Don, I, you know, I don't want to email people, uh, one, and two, everybody's starting to email people, so the market is flooded and I've, I've missed the boat. No, you haven't. If people like your product, they are going to want to get emails from you. And so you are looking for the people who like your product. You know, I was just reading about Alfred Adler, the, the, the personality theorist, and, and he's, one of the things he said is we all want to be in a community and we want to join a community of people who like us. Here's the data. He said out of every 10 people, one person will like you, seven people will be indifferent and two people won't like you. One person will like you, seven people will be indifferent, and two people won't like you. He said, so if you want to really have a happy life, focus on the one person out of every 10 who likes you and build a community of the people who like you and you can exchange uh, you know, beneficial value, social commodity with each other, and you're going to be happy. But if you fixate on the seven who are indifferent and the two who don't like you, you're going to be miserable. That is a marketing tip, friends. If you, have, uh, if you have an email database, you are collecting the 10% of people who actually like your product. And you can email them at any time and you can talk to them about a new product that you sell. So you want to start following up and you want to identify, once you start emailing people, then start identifying where you can follow up in places that you haven't previously thought of. People who uh, had your product in the shopping cart and then didn't buy. You can actually sit down one night before you go to bed and say, you know, I think I want to email people when they put my product in the shopping cart, but then they don't enter their credit card. What, what could I say to them? I could say, hey, I saw that you were about to buy the product. You probably had some reservations. Here are the top five things that people are afraid of when it comes to buying this. And let me answer them for you. What you're going to see is a percentage of those people 
actually going back and making that order. So that's one email that you wrote before bed that automa- automatically goes out to people for the next five years. So you're literally just you know, putting fish hooks in the pond while you're sleeping and you're catching more fish. That's number three, and that's automate everything. You want to automate those systems so that they work while you're sleeping. That includes A-B testing those systems, seeing which ones work, which ones don't work. Again, I I know it sounds really complicated right now, but if you get into the software and you start liking it and you, you know, it's just like anything else that you had to learn, that little bit of work and overcoming cognitive dissonance to go and uh, and learn how to use this software is going to reward you not only financially, it's going to reward you because you'll enjoy doing it. Those are the three things. Uh, put all your data in one place, start emailing people, following up with people, and then automate those systems. You know, often we help you clarify your message on this podcast. On this episode, we're helping you discover and use a tool in which you can disseminate that clear message. If you don't have a CRM, you're going to want one. All you need to do is go to keep.com, K-E-A-P.com slash B-M-S. And the wonderful folks, because Clay was on the podcast over at Keep, have put together something that's uh, easy to use for you. Listen, if you need help assessing what's wrong with your business, you can hire a business-made simple certified coach. All you have to do is go to hireacoach.com. We really do certify the best coaches in the world. They are certified to help you fix parts of your business that tend to go wrong. They can help you clarify your message. They can help you build a sales funnel. You don't have to build your business alone. If you want to build your business with somebody, go to hirecoach.com. In fact, just go to hirecoach.com and scroll through. If you see somebody, you go, my gosh, they're in an industry that's similar to mine. They've coached people who have my problems. Reach out to them and get an initial conversation. Again, that's at hirecoach.com. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where every week we help you discover what's wrong with your business, then show you how to fix it. I'll see you next week.